two men named Rick Dyer and Matthew Witten. Wait, two, wait, 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 wait. Two Rick Dyers and a Matthew Witten? No, two men named Rick Dyer and Matthew Witten. <laughs> yeah, like you just said, two men yeah. named Rick two Dyer. Two men named Rick Dyer. And a Matthew Witten. <laughs> two Ricks and a Matt. It's like I'm playing Minesweeper and I can't figure out which fucking one to click. <laughs> it's ambiguous. I'm seeing... I'm seeing double for Krusty. All right, the new ma- the new episode is Bigfoot Bill, <laughs> two men named Rick Dyer, one named Matthew Witt. Welcome back to the Trilateral Troika. This is Steve, along with the other Steve. Yo. And Ryan. A Melly Yellow? <laughs> it's actually a Shasta. Is it really? No, it's not a Shasta. Did you go down to the gas station, 75 cents for a Shasta, Diet Shasta Orange? It's the truly iced teas, man. I'm hooked on these things. I can't stop. They're good, and um, they get you They get you real turn. Like, well, the, the best quick. part about the tea version is that it's not as carbonated as the seltzer version. Mm. So it doesn't, like, the seltzer version is good, but it's just, I don't know excessively carbonated. The tea is just like oh. perfect. Hey, For the lemonade. Hey, molto bevanda gasata, huh? <laughs> it's a it's a drink with a lot of gas is what I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, a real paisan. I said something it? about my mother. I was like I was taking this new thing cuz I'm expanding my vocab now and I was taking this new thing and it was like how do you say Coke and it was like La Coca Cola. <laughs> no, not that kind of Coke. <laughs> and I was like, how do you say hamburger? And it's Lamborghini. <laughs> but then the Lamborghini. best one was how do you say hot dog? I can't translate into Lamborghini yet. Oh, okay. Can't translate into Lamborghini yet. What the what? fuck, Siri? <laughs> Jesus, I said Lamborghini. Uh, it, uh, hot dog is translated as uh, La La the dog. <laughs> What? <laughs> no bullshit, because it's not an Italian word, so they yeah, don't, yeah. you know, they don't translate. Because it would be like uh, Perro caliente. It'd be il <laughs> cane. Would. It'd be il cane caldo, il cane di caldo, something like that. They you know? they went very Japanese with it, where they just adopted the word and just made it sound like, like katakana, you know? like how you say computer yeah. in Japanese, computer. <laughs> well, so here's my question: Wouldn't they just say hot dog? Uh, they would say lotta dog. They would say that because they would pronounce it in Italian. Yeah. But it's spelled the same way. So, like, if you wanted to order a hot dog in Italy, you'd probably see it like that, you know. This is interesting to me because, like, we'll have Spanish cuisine that we call by the the Spanish name. Hot dogs are clearly an American. God, it could only be American. Yeah, so they call it the American name. They call it not the dog instead of, you know. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm surprised that you don't hear them like saying hot dog. You don't. Know oh yeah. You well, know? I mean, you could, they kind of are. They're just they're just throwing the article L on it, which is just the. Uh, so the L with the apostrophe is just lot the dog. Mm. So lot the dog. When you say the water, the hot dog. It's because of the it's because of the word and the type of the word. And I'm not going to get into that, but like it's like water is l'aqua, l okay. apostrophe aqua. That's the water. Oh, so, okay. Anyway. 
Speaking anyway, of getting on to our topic, uh, today we're going to talk about Americo Vespucci's, uh, <laughs> his chest hair and how it got out of control. Was, and if you would just go to manscaped.com and use that manscaped uh, code, uh, trilateral trick of 20. If only. Before we get sued, we are in no way sponsored by Manscaped. Yeah, no, no, I'm not doing that, man. I'll trim, but who's shaving down there? Come on. I shave my arms. What am I, a swimmer? Yeah, but you're a yeah, swimmer. I'm not a swimmer. <laughs> you just need a you just need a regular like razor. Yeah, I yeah, just, yeah, you yeah. could just you could just hit it with the the clippers. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> no, you don't want to do that. Yeah, listen, <laughs> you ever accidentally <laughs> cut your you know like just yeah. right off? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, that's, that's why you use a, a, a face or a leg razor. Mm. What's it good? I like to get, oh, like get lady shit. Lady shit. You don't, don't want to get the uh, the electric one because then you'll have some like um, carpentry class, you know, some some shop class level accidents, you know, when, yeah. when pieces <laughs> get pulled into the machinery. Yeah, you can't feel anything <laughs> just on the left side of the meat, you know. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about Bigfoot. <gasps> oh man, dude, I love monster trucks. What? Let's do a Sasquatch. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunset was... Speedway presents the Dukes of Dirt Derby. <laughs> I was more of a Gravedigger man myself. Yeah, Gravedigger's good. I, he might be a chud. I'm not sure. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that, like, 90% or, or more, like 90 plus percent of people involved in monster truck rallies are probably chuds <laughs> or, or, or have very strange like theories about like, um, gold, the gold standard. Right. Gold <laughs> That's right. You're probably a hundred percent right there. I mean, it's gotta be. <laughs> Fluoridation of water. Uh, sovereign <laughs> citizenry, you know? Yeah. I'm not I really guarantee you at any given monster truck rally, monster truck jam, whatever you want to call it. There are more guns than people. Well, it depends on the state, but I would agree with you. Yeah, definitely. What's wait? What state would they go to that doesn't have New Jersey? Do they really go there? Yeah, bro. Fuck yeah. Huh? They were in the the Spectrum in Philly, and they were in which is just as bad as far as guns. And oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jersey has no concealed carry at all. So you oh. can well you can apply for concealed carry in New Jersey, but you have to show cause. So like I feel you like can't that's like say Massachusetts as well. You can't say you want to protect yourself. You you have to like be involved in an industry or be a law enforcement officer in order to apply for one. So, which nice. eh, I get it. Probably yeah. somewhere between there and Florida is a good middle ground. You know, yeah. you just you just tell them the deep state is after you, right? Well, you tell them that you're a, a sovereign citizen and, and they, <laughs> you you can carry your gun wherever you want, and you're going to go sixty and a twenty five because. Those aren't your laws. You didn't agree to that. Well, if if you're a sovereign citizen, you're not even going to apply for it. You're just gonna you're just gonna make your own and just say, "Here is my concealed carry permit." No, I was listening to Street Fight and that <laughs> that guy from the Constitutional Law Group who turns out to not oh, be yeah. an actual lawyer. Like that uh, guy owns. Oh, so good, man. <laughs> Murder Brian was just killed, just could not process how this was happening. <laughs> he was talking about it. He just couldn't process. Like this guy's not even a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> but he's offering legal advice. Imagine you did that. You know, there's areas of your life that you definitely offer advice where you shouldn't. You should probably keep quiet. A lot oh. of people do that, like medical advice. I know you know what I'm talking about, Ryan. Jesus. 
Like, I know you hear that shit. Like, you're, you're, you're up there, some fucking gunshot victim, you roll up on him, and he's like, no, 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 don't give me any ibuprofen. That shit's poison from Haiti. You know, like, what I, the fuck I, are you talking about? Listen, I legitimately had somebody ask if we carried hydroxychloroquine, and I just, <laughs> I was like... Yes, we do, in case you have, uh, what no. is it? What do you I have to have? This. It's like, it's prescribed for lupus. Yeah, you have lupus, yeah, isn't it? You have yeah, lupus with the lupus. lid off. Lupus with the lid off. Yeah, no, it's it's people that are like you have upper respiratory infection type symptoms, and they're like, "Oh, you guys have hydro- hydroxychloroquine." What? What? So well, you know what you do? What? You know what you do there is you you do the forty eight laws of power thing. You don't argue. You just you just tell them it's hydroxychloroquine and give them the wrong thing, and then when they feel a lot better, and be like, "Fake you." <clears throat> ah. Those were smarties, dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> I just put a Charleston medic license that I used to have. <laughs> that was my ground up Charleston chew from lunch. They're that good, was just right? A big league chew. <laughs> big Hope league you enjoyed chew. that man-sized walk. As soon as we arrive to the hospital, I just hand my paramedic card over to the nearest doctor and ask him to tear that up for me. There you go. Uh, I'm <laughs> done. Ugh. I was I was gonna say you got to be careful with those like sovereign citizen lawyers because there was uh, one who was based in Florida who got um, who got killed because like the woman what? he was like she she got her like kids taken away and she was big into like QAnon and stuff like that and the sovereign citizen and because uh, she couldn't get her kids back like he said she could um, she just like came to his place and just shot him. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, regular lawyers already have to deal with that. So, so if you want to get in on like the sovereign citizen grift, you should uh, you should be wary. Nah, dude. I can't. Say, I won't but, say any names, but there's, you know, I think Bigfoot's kind of a sovereign citizen, right? I mean, like, I was I was gonna say someone someone land, who right? is so, someone is a sovereign citizen of this land is Bigfoot or Sasquatch, as he's known. Yeah. Um, I, I don't I don't know what's written on his uh, his birth certificate, which is actually you know him signing away his rights <laughs> to the money from the corporation that runs America. You know when America was incorporated in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Um, but um, Bigfoot has has existed throughout the United States in legends. Um, there there's just different um, different regional variants of Bigfoot and different names. Um, uh, one one sort of expert on him. Um, who, who's sort of like an amateur expert on him, um, an ecologist named uh, Robert Pyle. Can we um, go ahead and say that everyone's an amateur expert on Bigfoot? Every since single he, one. Since Bigfoot, well, I, Bigfoot's I say that probably not real. Robert, Robert Pyle is a real ecologist. Like He's he's like one of the best um, philopodists in the world. Okay, you're saying a lot of is that I'm not familiar with. So this guy is he's, a, he's a, a, an ecologist philopathist. He's, he's, a, he's a man who studies, he studies butterflies. I'll tell you what, Steve, me too. <laughs> um, but, but he's like an actual like science, like he's discovered like species of butterfly, um, and and he sort of came into like sort of uh, exploring Bigfoot after his time in the Pacific Northwest. Um, he hiked through a large portion of the Pacific Northwest where where nobody lived in, um, except for some scattered you know Native American reservations and logging um, camps. Like, just, just sort of the type of area where you can just walk into and just completely disappear and no one finds you ever again because it's that it's that wild and that remote and that big. Yeah. Mm. Um, and and he, he says, like, he, he studied it because he had his own um, sort of Bigfoot encounter um, where he, he felt like when he was um, hiking out there um, that he was, he was possibly being stalked um, by something at different points. Um, and, and there was also a point where... Um, 
something through a, a rock through the back windshield of his car hmm. um, as, as, as he was leaving. Um, but um, like I said, there are different um, regional variants with different names. Um, usually most of the names for Bigfoot are, are synonymous with wild man or hairy man. Yeah. And, um, dif- and, and some names are synonymous with his um, activities that he said to partake in, um, such as um, the shaking of trees or, or the eating of clams. I'm sorry, the, uh, those two don't really uh, mesh up well in my brain. Uh, did you say the shaking well, it's not, of it's trees? It's not the name of one, it's it's the name of like different regional variants. Like, oh yeah, our Bigfoot, he likes to eat clams. Right, I'm scared. Um, a a uh, chief of the, the Nalaka um, Pamuks tribe in, in light in British Columbia, uh, Chief Michel, um, he told um, he told a story to Charles Hiltout in 1898 um, about a a version of Bigfoot that the local tribe described as um, in its in its name in the Cilician dialect that they speak um, the benign faced one. Hmm. Um, the it, benign, like benign, as in not not dangerous, benign. Yeah, like okay, like sort of like I I would I would imagine you know like when you look at an ape. Yeah, it has like, like no like, expression most of the time. Yeah, no, no expression. It's just sort of like hmm. just there, just flat. Hmm. Um, a, a tribe called the Lumi tell um, they they tell of the uh, Semakus, um, which is their local version of the Bigfoot, um, which which differs from from family to family, and also Semakus um, sounds like a like a girl who's not quite like mean, but she's mean sometimes. <laughs> like yeah, she's a Semakus, Semakus girl. <laughs> Listen, Becky, that top not working for you, but come see me after class. We'll fix it, bitch. <laughs> um, one, 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 one type of one variety of Bigfoot is the uh, Staya or the uh, Kwai Kwai um, Speaking of the Kwai uh, I looked up the word Coos just to get a better idea of what Coos is and uh, the Urban Dictionary definition, once again, my god but uh, <laughs> people, uh, people also ask of the word Coos what is a Coos is coos a bad word? Is coos a scrabble word? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say I had to allow coos. But about you guys? You think I'd allow coos? I feel like scrabble you can allow anything that's in common parlance. Yeah. Parla- that's, parlance? Parlance. I'll, I'll, ask my, I'll, I'll ask my boss because he's actually a uh, quasi-professional scrabble player who yeah. goes to like, tournaments. Hey, tell him to get these balls. I'll, I'll beat his ass in words with friends. <laughs> <laughs> I have had two drinks. I have had two drinks. I, I was gonna say, Steve, you're gonna, you're gonna get like shit house. It's gonna be like, oh yeah, he probably because the thing with the thing with Scrabble is two things. One, it's not so much a word game as it is a memorization of Scrabble words game. Yep. And two, it's a area control game because you need to control the the special squares around the board. And if you don't know all those like two and three letter words that use Q and and X. Yeah, you know, like it's like forget it, you know. Yeah, those guys it's are kind fucking of like ridiculous. He, land. he he's he does that. He's also big into spelling bees. Yeah, um, yeah. There's professional spelling bees. Like they're they're crazy. He doesn't do spelling bees, I don't think. But he like 
he follows them. Hmm. So, like, he, he knows a lot of vocabulary, so it's just going to be like that episode of King of the Hill where Peggy goes to the Boggle Tournament and, like, yeah. Oh, yeah! I have oh, yeah. a pretty um, extensive vocabulary, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put it up against your boss at a library. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and walk back my uh, my hubris a little bit there. Um, but the uh, the Stiaha or the uh, the Kui Kui um, they're they're said to be a nocturnal creature, um, a, a race of beings, and that um, children are warned not to say the name of the creature, um, or they'll be carried off. Um, by the creature and possibly killed by it. Hmm. Um, the the Iroquois, who who are a uh, northeastern based tribe, um, they they tell of um, a, a creature called the Otaneyarhe or the Stone Giant, um, which they also refer to as the uh, Ginosqua, uh, which is which is said to be a a hair covered giant with rock hard skin. Really. I think I beat that in God of War. <laughs> Wait, what was it? A hair-covered giant with rock-hard skin. I feel like I with fought rock-hard yeah, yeah, skin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in in 1847, um, a man named Paul Kane reported stories um, by the local Native Americans about the Skookums, um, a race of uh, wild men that were said to live at the peak of Mount St. Helens, um, which is in uh, southern Washington state. Um, they were also said to be cannibalistic. Oh, shit. Okay. Nice. Um, which is also a thing, um, because there there were a lot of, like, sort of, like, urban legends about after the Mount St. Helens eruption um, that, that the government came in and, like, cleaned out all the dead Bigfoots. Uh... That, the, that, that they, like, carted them away and, like... Like just a giant net carrying away like Bigfoot corpses so, so and like a helicopter uh, or on the back of a truck. So they're insinuating that there were that many Bigfoots. Yes, but also insinuating that they didn't just happen to forget one or two behind because of um, government incompetence. Well, you know, when you're on the Bigfoot detail, you know, you're the you're the creme of the creme. You know, you're you're not. You know, you're you're not one of the losers they sent to guard a Montgomery Ward in like Kuwait City and does it. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. You're not like you know. You're one of like the nine eleven level operators where you just keep your mouth shut and you make sure everything is perfect. I think the best thing to think about with when any of these conspiracies come into play, and it's the one argument I I feel like I always tend to gravitate towards. Not my argument, not that smart, uh, but I think it's a good one. Is that just the amount of people who would have to keep their fucking stupid mouths shut in order to have something like that take place. Like, where they just... They, they round up a, a fucking 200 Bigfoot corpses and not one of them is loose-lipped. Listen, not just, one. Yeah. Just think about... Yeah, not your, one of them's at the bar. What is, so what do they do? The they just chip. keep, like, five sharpshooters that kill all the guys that did the labor and put them in the same bag and then drag them off? Like, but then who kills the sharpshooters? Exactly. It's, it's so ridiculous, you know? Listen, just think of how um, fast a secret spreads around your workplace. Oh, my then God. Te- then, it, then tell me you really believe any one of these conspiracy theories that would have to require more than, like, four fucking people. My know? thing is that if you start – if something is real, uh, there's always the chance that it isn't. But the chance that it is real is, like, minute. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Uh, let me rephrase that. If something, if someone says something is a conspiracy, the chance that it is exists, but the chance that it, it isn't actually happening is enormous, way bigger. You know. Yeah. Hashtag, um, hashtag stop the steal. Go ahead. But the um, <laughs> but the uh, don't worry, Mike Lindell's on it. Mike Lindell's on it. Out. I'm gonna, you know, what I'm gonna <laughs> do is I'm I'm bribing these people that were involved with my pillows. Two weeks. Well, his uh, yeah, he, the my pillow. Weeks. The My Pillow Cinematic Universe has taken off. We got the second movie coming. Oh, it's it's going to be doing better than DC in no time. Oh my god! Um, Y'all are going to be wearing gold plated diapers. Evidence is um, coming in two weeks. But the uh, that sort of like story that that urban legend about Mount St. Helens, um, it also inspired Max Brooks to write the to write the book. Um, I thought you said Devolution. I thought you said Max which, Landis. Which, <laughs> Which is, um, no, no, actually, like, a good writer. Because um, <laughs> Max Woo. Brooks, he wrote World War Z, and he's actually employed by, like, the uh, one of the military colleges due to his ability to sort of, like, go through sort of scenarios in, like, a very good way. Like, he, like, teaches a class on that. He's oh, okay. still um, the best but, writer with the name Max. May I direct you to the greatest Tucker Max? I don't know who that is. Wait. You... He's like the, the sort of like pickup artist guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, oh um, he wrote the book uh, Devolution, which is about people who live in like a, an isolated community on Mount Rainier, hmm. um, and and that they're they're sort of cut off and they're eventually like all killed by. Is uh, that in Bigfoot. Washington State? I, I believe it is. Hmm. Yeah, it's in it's in Washington. It's in Tacoma. I'm happy for myself because I am, you know, as I've stated, geographically challenged. So I can't believe I was even close. You're going to be like, no, that's in uh, Paraguay. Um, in in 1924, a, a group of uh, miners um, alleged that they were attacked um, by ape men. Um, th- this one's commonly um, commonly passed around that you know they were in their cabin and that they had to fight off um, the these sort of ape men who began throwing rocks. Um, at their cabin, um, and this happened on July sixteenth, nineteen twenty-four. Or I should say, they were reported then in the uh, the Oregonian, which was the 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 local newspaper. Okay. Hmm. Um, and the area in which it happened is now referred to as Ape Canyon. Oh, so they renamed it Ape Canyon. And I will note that a lot of old um, sort of newspaper uh, articles are also like not a good thing to go on because newspapers would just make things up because there was no sort of fact checking back then and and they would just put in like wild stories like that yeah um to to, to sort of get people to read mm-hmm. that's why you get things like um the airship stories that sort of come before ufo stories yeah um those types of things so um i have a question and i may be getting a little ahead of us or ahead of ourselves right but that's, that's we, our thing. <laughs> we currently live in 2021, right? And I understand yes. the, the amount of square mileage that the Bigfoot is purported to live in or reside in. Um, is you said, just, you said numbers. I, it's completely outside of the realm of my uh, expertise. I'm going to go ahead and leave this with Steve. 
Well, the, Why just, would, I would the, just the say area that, that it's it's a gigantic area, like encompassing we'll, multiple states, right? We'll we'll get to that. Um, we'll we'll talk about the end, like the actual sort of scientific plausibility of there being a Bigfoot. Um, I, I will say that the the area that's uninhabited in the United States is large enough. It's enormous. Um, that's that's something like that could possibly live in it. Um, but the likelihood of it is incredibly unlikely for a number of reasons that, that I'll go into at the end. Okay, so my only question would be, right, and tell me if I'm completely insane for thinking this, couldn't you just fly a plane at night with, like, that heat vision and be able to see it? Right? Well, you're, you're also looking for a needle in a haystack doing that. Like... I think, I think like, yeah, I mean, it's it'd be very difficult. Like, you, what are the chances that you actually see it? Like, you'd still... It's still not what you think it is it's probably in the single digits chance which is the same amount that you have to win the lottery you know gotcha. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll put it this way you have you have no idea where this thing is located you have a large amount of area um that is that is larger um let me hit you with this 47 percent of the u.s is uninhabited god damn yeah really? it's it's an incredible amount i'll send you the i'll post the map in our discord but yeah okay that's crazy 47 percent that's of as of 2010. The uh, census blocks with zero population are 4.8 million. So even it's, giving it a decade, we're 48 percent. Yeah, like the state. Yeah. I I forget the exact number because I love those. I know I get shit. Maybe maybe not. I love those cop shows where they're like the uh, game wardens, mm-hmm. like the you know like uh, Lone Star Law and those. I like watching them. And uh, there's one in Maine, and Maine, Steve can correct me, I don't know the exact number, but I think Maine is like 60 to 70% uninhabited. Like, it's just forested. Yeah, it's mostly uninhabited. It's insane. It's crazy. Alaska, too. Like, Alaska's literally, like, green. It's just Greenland. Yeah. Yeah, because you have to take planes between a lot of uh, cities. Like, it's impossible to go overland. Also, you would think that, like, Vermont and New Hampshire would be less populated. If you ever, like, go into that area, it doesn't seem like those two states would be, like, incredible. They're actually not a lot of population, but it is well spread out Mm. across the whole state. Mm -hmm. In in his 1893 book, um, former president um, Theodore Roosevelt, um, he, he wrote in his book, The Wilderness Hunter... Um, they, they, he ran into an elderly mountain man named Bauman, um, it, who described a foul-smelling bipedal creature um, that ransacked his beaver trapping camp and stalked him. Um, it was just a hessian. And later, <laughs> and, and later became hostile when it fatally broke his companion's neck somewhere near the Idaho-Montana border. Yeah, he just confused um, it which, with a hessian. That's all. Just a German. Well, 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 yeah, some, some, you know, some low, some low German from, from South Germany or something like that, you know. But uh, uh, Roosevelt also notes um, that that Bauman uh, appeared fearful while telling this story to Roosevelt, um, and that he, but he also uh, attributed to his like German ancestry um, <laughs> with, with sort of like dark folklore because. They they sort of like brighten up a lot of the German like fairy tales. Oh like, yeah, they're, they're like, super dude, they're like dark, dark as fuck. We should do an episode about Grimm's like fairy tales and those things. It's they are way worse than people make them out to be. You know, they're amazing, dude. Yeah, yeah I remember the first time I actually like read the real Hansel and Gretel, and I was oh, like, holy oh, so bad. shit! 
I cannot believe that this is a children's book. How did you... Good lord, how did you fucking kind of, like, whitewash this story to make it so... Wow. <laughs> it's the idea, like, that we've backed off of that because of whatever fucking moralistic crap we have in this country. But, like, uh, well, it, it was a different type of people that originally emigrated here. And, uh, you know, so. Yeah. The Germans really didn't come till later. They were here, but as far as, like, actual, like, ethnic Germans, probably not until, like, what, the 1800s. Mm- no, there were a lot here in the 1700s. Oh, really? They, they were a prominent, yeah, they were a prominent group. That that's why large sections of like Pennsylvania and well, yeah. World War One, Pennsylvania um, Dutch, they, they spoke they spoke German as their their first language. It wasn't until that German language education was banned during World War One that they switched. It makes over a to lot English. of sense because I have been to Germantown, Pennsylvania, so <laughs> which is a real fucking place. <laughs> so okay, point point um, eight point taken. In, in 1840, uh, a reverend named um, Elkanah Walker, um, he was a Protestant missionary who went around um, to different Native American tribes, and he described, um, he, he recorded stories from them, um, from Native Americans living near uh, Spokane, Washington. Um, they, they said that they were giants that lived on and around the peaks of the mountains nearby, um, and that they would occasionally uh, steal sal- uh, salmon from the fishermen's nets. That's fine. That's the angel's cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, in, in the 1920s, um, an Indian Affairs agent, um, J.W. Burns, um, he compiled different local stories um, from Native Americans um, in um, a Canadian newspaper. I should say First Nations, because that's the appropriate term in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, th- these are accounts that were told to him by the... Uh, to Siles people of 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 uh, Chihalis be- and others. I think it's the Jay Giles people. Is what you're. <laughs> the Jay Giles. There is um, not a J or a G anywhere in what he just pronounced. <laughs> but the uh, the Siles, uh, um, they were um, they are where the term uh, Sasquatch comes from. Okay. Um, they, you guys know how to say Sasquatch in Italian. <laughs> Le Sasquatch. <laughs> um, oh man! So they these people maintain, you know, that Sasquatch was real, um, and that they viewed the um, that they were sort of like a legendary uh, creature or figure within their their sort of worldview. Um, that they that the creatures they said preferred to avoid um, white men, smart creatures. Uh, and they they spoke. I try my um, best. The la- they they spoke the. Uh, I know how the we are. Language. Do we? The what language? They spoke the Lulut language. The Lulut language. Okay. Yeah, of the of the people who resided in Port Douglas, British Columbia. Port Dougie. By by the head of the Harrison Lake. Okay. Um, he he published he republished these accounts again in 1940, um, and Burns borrowed the term Sasquatch um, from the name uh, Hokomalam uh, Sasketch, um, and he would use it in his articles um, to sort of describe this creature that he was hearing about in local stories. Okay. Okay. Um, the the term Bigfoot um, sort of gained renown. In the 1830s, because there was a, a 
a Wyandotte chief um, who was nicknamed uh, who. Um, who, who had a nickname that was derived from the, the large size of his feet um, and his considerable height, which exceeds six feet. Um, and, and he was described as being, you know, sort of like Herculean in strength. So Bigfoot's just uh, just a Native American chief? Yeah. Well, it was, it was sort of a, nick, a <laughs> nickname like, given to him. Just like how uh, Kamehameha is just a Hawaiian chief, you know? Goku didn't make that shit up. Wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. I knew that. <laughs> no, I was going to say. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> I was going to say, you're fired from the podcast because you don't know Dragon Ball Z lore. <laughs> and that goes to all you listeners. If you didn't know that, fuck off from our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just audibly heard like four people in Hawaii X out their iTunes. <laughs> I am done with this. You kidding me? You kidding me? I am done with this. In the um, l- later on in the 19th century, um, there was a, a Lakota leader named Spotted Elk who was also nicknamed Chief Bigfoot. Um, and in the late 19th and early 20th centuries, um, there there were at least two grizzly bears who who are um, who were marauding areas that were referred to as Bigfoot. Um, grizzly um, bears have gigantic paws, so that is not incorrect. Right, so like that, the, like that girl from Seinfeld. She has got meaty oh, claws, like George the Animal Steel. <laughs> um, classic, classic episode. Classic. From now on, I'm gonna, dude. When when she, when they like go into her hands and it's just clearly a man, like they just switched it over to like you know. There's That's no the way it's like, it's not a man. Reveal. Yeah, it's like, it's amazing how funny that is. And those hands just rip that fucking lobster in half, and I every time I'm on the floor, it's hilarious. <laughs> every time. So it, it sort of became common um, in the in the late 19th century and early 20th century um, to sort of name like large imposing figures as Bigfoot, whether they be uh, animal or man. Okay. Um, in in 1958. Um, a logging uh, uh, a logging company called uh, Jerry Crew, um, a bulldozer. Uh, Jerry Crew was a bulldozing operator for a logging company in Humboldt County, California. He started um, a clothier called J Crew. <laughs> after after publishing his uh, uh, set of large um, human like footprints sunk deep in the mud um, in the Six River National Forest near Trinity River. Where's that at? What country? That's Northwest that's California. Humboldt County, California. Oh, okay. That's that's in the same area where some mutual friends of our, ours live. Oh, really? Wow. No shit. Yeah, mi- middle of nowhere in Northern California. Where the left-hand path congregates? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, when he told his co-workers about this, uh, many of them claimed that they had seen similar tracks on previous job sites, um, and, and also telling uh, different incidences they had that they thought were odd, such as seeing an oil drum that weighed 450 pounds um, having been moved without explanation. So they're talking about those big, gigantic, like, uh, uh, melt-a-body-down oil drums is what they're talking about. And f- Yeah, full, full, full of oil. Yeah, full is, yeah, they're heavy as shit. Listen, I, I want to say that this is somebody just pulling a prank on the old job site, but uh, that's not really a funny prank, so I can't... Or- or, or telling tales out of school, as they would say on um, Letter Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised we're not moving oil barrels right now. <laughs> uh, so the the 
the logging company men uh, started using the term uh, Bigfoot to describe the, this this sort of like mysterious figure, um, and and it caused a sense of like paranoia among them. Um, so uh, crew who who initially believed you know that someone was playing a prank on them, um, he he began to see more uh, of these uh, these footprints, um, and he contacted a reporter Andrew uh, Genzoli, um of the Humboldt Times newspaper. Um, in, in Eureka, California, to sort of, to give these accounts to him. Okay. Um, Genzoli interviewed these lumber workers. Um, he wrote articles about these footprints, um, and, and he sort of coined the term uh, Bigfoot um, in relation to the tracks um, and, and sort of local legends and, and sort of made it that sort of like national name for the Sasquatch. Okay. Mm. And what year are we in right now? We're, we're in 1958. Okay. We're late 50s. Okay. Um, so, uh, they, they were able to make a plaster cast of the footprints, um, and, uh, crew would appear holding one of these casts on the front page of the paper on October 6, 1958. Okay. What, do we know how big they were? He says that they were, um, 16 inches. Jesus Christ. Okay. So, it, it's a, it's a relative shack squat. Yeah, I'm about to say shack's walking around there. There, there was one time when, when Shaq was experimenting with Photoshop on his Twitter, and he, and he said, this is what I'd look like if I played for the Portland Trailblazers, and it was him Photoshopped on a Sasquatch. Oh my god, Shaq is the best, dude. He's such um, a great... Shaq is hilarious, and if Shaq, you don't watch Shaq his TikToks, you are missing out. Shaq is great. He's funny, and he, he gives back to the community. Uh, he's just such a good dude. Yeah. So, uh... The story begins to spread, um, and uh, Gonzoli begins to receive correspondence from uh, the New York, uh, from New York newspapers and the L.A. Times. Um, so the term Bigfoot begins to spread um, throughout the country, um, and it comes to be synonymous with a large, unknown creature that leaves uh, massive footprints. Okay. Massive. Massive. Um. Uh, in 2002, a, a member of uh, Crew's um, uh, work group, uh, Ray Wallace, he, he claimed um, he, he claimed that their father um, had been secretly making the large footprints that he had carved from wooden feet. Marcellus ah. Wallace, Ray Wallace's bitch. father. Um, but uh, humble counting to the state, <sighs> despite that, um, it is, it's specifically Willow Creek. Um, they they describe themselves. Um, they coin themselves as the Bigfoot capital of the world. You're the Bigfoot hoax of the world. You had me going. I was thinking that fucking Shack Squatch was walking around. God damn it! Mm. I'm very disappointed with you, Humboldt County. The the most well known Bigfoot uh, film was uh, filmed near there, which is the Patterson Giblin film. Listen, um, I was waiting. Are, you, are we going to talk about this? Which, which was recorded on October 20th, 1967 yes. um, by Roger Patterson um, and Robert Gimlin in the area of Bluff Creek. Yeah. I have, listen, um, so I have watched this video. I've actually watched this video a couple times, right? It's, so one of the frames, like one of the, the stills is the common image that will pop up when you like just Google um, Bigfoot. You'll big, get that frame of Bigfoot. Like, You'll get the frame of, like, the Bigfoot walking Well, it's, like, looking at the camera, kind of. And it's all yeah. grainy and, like, shitty quality. Yeah, like, he's, like, from he's, like, film. he's mid-gate. Yeah. Yeah, that's yep. from this film. And it's actually a she. It is not a he. It is a she. Um, 
but this I remember them trying to debunk this film in every kind of way that they could possibly and they just couldn't do it this is like the this is like one of those things it's not yeah like about what year picture. what year was it recorded 1967. Yeah, you can't. But the, I mean, what the, are you going to do? I mean, it could make it well, back the, then. The you thing could, about that back is, then you could kill somebody and they'd never show up again. You know, you'd never figure well, out. People, again. people <laughs> like like people say that about the JFK assassination. You know that it was it was impossible for Lee Harvey Oswald to make the shots he made when when even though Lee Harvey Oswald was a uh, decorated marksman, and then also the fact too that we that is commonly believed. I think now. Um, there, there's really a compelling argument that he wasn't aiming at Kennedy, that he was aiming at the governor of Texas, That's, yeah. because he was really into, like, the John Birch Society, like, right-wing... Yeah, and he, and he uh, blew it, basically. And Kennedy yeah, was kind of like a, a like casual collateral damage. Collateral damage. Yeah, he, he, he took his shots. He, he killed the governor, too, which, which, which doesn't get mentioned. The governor, I believe, dies as well as Kennedy, um... But but Kennedy was just sort of the collateral. I think you that, might be missing my point. My point is not that, um, my point is not that he couldn't film it. Like they couldn't do it back then. My my point is that like in 2021, to figure out whether something got faked in 1967 is like nearly impossible. But but my 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 sort of argument wasn't uh, was was sort of that I was going to get to is that there's people that have an invested interest in keeping this footage alive. That essentially saying like no, it's impossible to do this. When in reality, it is very possible. And I've seen the film. You mean it's possible way- to film it, uh, like and fake it, basically? Yeah. Oh well, yeah, what I'm absolutely. Is, it sure. is. It is very easy to fake. Like the way you see the Bigfoot moves. Like a lot of times they'll talk about how it's it's impossible for the Bigfoot to move in the way that it moves, which is not true at all. No, because I've seen um, people it- crip walk and. <laughs> Shout out to a friend of the pod, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> friend of the pod, Snoop Dogg. Uh, the trilateral Trizzy. <laughs> we'll have to get him after he's done on Martha Stewart's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta catch him. Listen, you gotta catch him in between coaching the Pee Wee Raiders uh, football team and doing Martha Stewart. Well, we'll just you know we'll just tell him that he's doing an interview on W Balls. <clears throat> that's that's a, um, that's a nod to the real Snoop Dogg fans, the people who know about everyone's got to hear this shit on W Balls. Yeah. That was that was the best part of old rap albums. The right? skits. That Every time it said a yeah. skit, I was like, ah, oh, skit. I love skits. That good shit. Uh, I love skits. So good. Um, so Steve, what do so you about- think though? Like, do you think? Because I'm gonna tell you right now, the Patterson Gimlin film. Is one of those things that I feel like is, and I understand, 60s or the 50s, you know, we can't really go back and tell you or examine it under, you know, current, you know, lenses and to decide whether it's real or fake. It's it's impossible, but this is one of those things that I kind of, this is my little thing that I hold near and dear to my heart that I think the Bigfoot's real and I think that this film is real. Uh, Please, Steve, don't fucking ruin this for me. Uh, I'm gonna keep my. I, I'm gonna keep I my think it's shut. fake for the reasons I stated before. I'm it's gonna say bitch. that I'm gonna add to Steve's argument, which is there's a great video. I think we've brought it up here before about the uh, moon landing footage, and it's this guy who's a uh, pretty well established um, cinema- cinematographer. Um, it's on YouTube, and he talks about how basically that we didn't have the technology to fake the moon landing at the time. 
fuck you mean? Have you watched movies from the 60s? We absolutely we did. not. Did. Well, he, he talks about it. You got to watch the movie on YouTube because he explains it from a technical perspective. I'll take his word for it that basically we didn't have the technology available to do what happens with the slow-mo in the actual, like when they're jumping up and down on the moon in anti-gravity, mm-hmm. that we didn't have the technology to fake the way those shots worked at the time. So it wasn't even available to us, even if the government did it. Yeah. And that, uh, you know, it's very interesting. And I'm a big fan of the, all the Kubrick theories and, you know, all the stuff like that. I think it's interesting. But at the end of the day, I think we went to the moon. And I, I also, I, uh, and I, also do, I also don't think that's Bigfoot. I think we had the technology to fake a Bigfoot film because there's nothing Cause, special about it. Because one of the things, too, is that, like, when you watch it when it's stabilized... Right, like like when you stabilize the footage because they're they're shaking the camera the whole time they're they're not steady, because um, of course whenever there's video or a photograph of something paranormal they can't they can't seem to hold that shit steady, still a steady stable picture of it. They get I the, mean, they get that they get a crypto or, they get a crypto seizure. I mean, the adrenaline's running. I get it. I get it. I mean, if you okay, legitimately, let's just th- throw out your disbelief. Imagine if you're you know. Imagine, uh, how's this? Just imagine you're hiking, first and foremost. But imagine if you're hiking one day in the woods and you come across a legitimate Bigfoot. I mean, you're going to be like... In 2021? Oh, what? Well, in 2021? Well, I'm going to stop you there because because according to uh, an expert named David Polites, oh, um, my you're probably going to get you're, you're probably going to get killed by Bigfoot because he has this whole big theory that all the missing people that disappear in national parks are, like, killed by Bigfeet. Steve, he never said that, Steve. Well, yeah. Well, no, when he's pressed, he'll admit it's Bigfoot. He won't He won't come out and say it. You gotta, you gotta string him along. When, gotta, uh, when what's his name? Sor- he was on with Soraya, right? On Where Did the Road I th- Go? I, I, I think Soraya refuses to have him on. Well, whoever had him on, I forget who it was, but I listened to it. And uh, I've listened to him in a couple shows. He was on... Um, Coast to Coast he's AM. On, he's been on Coast to Coast. Yeah, and he, and he was on he's ridiculous, um, dude. Midnight in the Desert. Yeah, um, that might have been where yeah. I heard him. Oh, that's where I heard him with, uh, what's her name? Um, Lisa? Heather, whatever. Oh, Heather, yeah, yeah. And uh, Heather Locklear. <laughs> yeah, Heather Locklear. <laughs> Schwing. So, uh, so yeah, no. Uh, his thing, too, is that, like, he's, he basically, he leads you down this path where he's talking about these missing 411 things, right? You can look that up on Google. And he's talking about these, these hikers who, like, go missing or they end up in a completely different area and they don't know how they got there and all this other Which shit. Happens. It, and mean, he's, happens. he's clearly indicating that it's something paranormal, but every time someone tries to suggest that, he's like, well, I never said that. <laughs> it's like, shut the well, fuck up, dude. Well, well, one of the things you have to understand about him as well is that he operates one of the largest like databases of Bigfoot sightings as well. Yeah. So his wheelhouse is very much like in the Bigfoot area. Yeah. And, it, and it's just sort of him trying to get mainstream like people interested in his work, like like people who sort of look into things like the smiley face murders or whatever, sure. things that are very like coincidental and very not like provable. Like he he sort of ropes those people in, and then eventually, I guess he like Bigfoot pills them. Yeah, he's a grip. He's want to put it. He's, he's, a, he's got a Bigfoot, Bigfoot pill. pill. <laughs> Hold on, that's the name of the episode. Bigfoot pilled. <laughs> uh, Bigfoot pills. Um. So, uh, most sightings of Bigfoot... Did you say Ryan is Bigfoot-pilled? 
question mark by the um, by the Jiminy Giblet video of Bigfoot. I believe. Let me hold on to this one thing that this is the. Nah, dude. I'm not. Listen, I'm not. Big, I'm Bigfoot not the type is of person. real and strong, and he is my friend. Just like my man that tased. Listen, just like my man that tased himself to death by tasing himself in the balls. Uh, I believe it is real. I'm not gonna. I'm not the type of person who's gonna sit here and say that it's like a certainty. Like I have no idea, but I'm. I'm not gonna tell you not to believe it either. Like if you believe it, feel we, free. We, we need to have like a we need to have like a shirt that has a that has like the you watch the skies or watch the neighborhood. I just uh, <laughs> it's oh my like God. it's like Bigfoot watching the skies and then Ryan I just sent you guys a shirt because I typed up I typed it up because I wasn't exactly sure how to say Bigfoot in Italian and I found a shirt on Amazon that just says I'm pretty sure Bigfoot is Italian and it has the actual <laughs> it has the actual Jiminy Giblet video uh, still. That you were talking about before <laughs> on it. I just posted it in the Discord. Oh my god, that is hilarious. I, I don't know if I could wear that. Somebody, some actual Italian's gonna walk up to you and be like, Tua pizza di merda, and just be like, whoa. Listen, whoa, I buddy. would pay for You're your vacation to Italy if you wear that over there. I'm just saying I'm hairy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying I got hair on my shoulders. You know, I'm like Homer Simpson over here. <laughs> Um, so most Bigfoot sightings occur in the, the northwestern region of the United States, um, mainly the areas of Washington, uh, Oregon, um, Northern California, and British Columbia. Mm. Um, uh, there are also uh, sightings prominently in the, the Great Lakes region of the United States and also the southeastern United States. Okay, but, but for the southeast, is that Bigfoot or is that like the skunk ape? Well, skunk ape is a Bigfoot. It's a regional variant. Uh, it's just okay. it's just a Bigfoot that smells bad, pretty much. That, that's the only difference. <laughs> is it supposed to look the same? Yeah, it looks the same. Really? Okay. Like, like by all by all intents and purposes, the the skunk ape and the fook monster, which I will talk about. I'm are, sorry. Are the what? The fook monster. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to him. Okay. Um. So according to the Bigfoot research uh, researchers organization. Um, sightings database as of 2019, um, Washington has over 2,000 reported sightings of Bigfoot, um, California over 1,600, uh, Pennsylvania over 1,300, New York and Oregon over 1,000, and Texas has just over 800. Mm, okay. Um, like I said, there are different uh, variants of the, the Bigfoot. Um, in Florida, we have the skunk ape. Um, in in Ohio, they have what's called the grass man, um, who's called that due to these like large sort of like piles of grass that seem to be made into a nest, which are attributed to the monster. Yeah. Um, and the uh, Fook monster in Arkansas. Okay. Um, and, and the Fook monster in Arkansas is also the uh, the same Bigfoot that appears in the film uh, The Legend of Boggy Creek. The Legend of Boggy... Yo, that's a solid piece of cinema masterpiece. Okay, I didn't realize that was the Fook monster, though. Okay. Fook uh, monster? So, yeah, Fook. You've been asleep, bro. Wake up. <laughs> no, I went in the other room. You know which what? Which is named after the which is named after the 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 town of Fook, Arkansas. I went and got um. I went and got another uh, Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade Black Cherry, and uh, oh, and, uh, delicious. While I was, I'm you know I'm, I'm dieting, so today's my cheat day, and I uh, I grabbed another Orion's Irish Potatoes, buddy. Mmm. Um, you ever had those? I have not. No. Go to like. Do you have Wawa's up there? 
Uh, so they just built Gainesville's first Wawa's. There's like two or three now. You should go and see if they have them. They're in like the um, like the chip like slash cookie aisle there. What are they called again? Orion's Irish Potatoes. Oh, they they are little is it, are balls. You no, they are literal <laughs> ball. They're from Philadelphia. They're literal balls of coconut and coconut cream, uh, okay. surrounded with uh, cinnamon. Dude, they are. That sounds absolutely delicious. It's called Orion and, Irish and, and bro, there's only like eighty. There's only like uh, sixty calories in one of them. So I mean, shit. It's pure I, shit. Listen, but my it's fat good. ass does not count calories. Oh, you'll love these, dude. You'll love these. <laughs> if you had a patient who was like in a crisis, a glucose crisis, you could totally slip one in. Maybe shove good. it in his mouth and just, just shove and chew. Hey, these are pretty good. Where'd you get these? Full Dolphia. Full Dolphia. I got them over in uh, over off Academy in Gerard in Philadelphia. Baltimore. I got them over in Philadelphia. You can get them in Baltimore too, but you know, down there you got fucking townies. At Fifth and Lucas. I was at uh, Bill Bateman's in Baltimore, and uh, I was at Fifth and Lucas. Got a got a water ice and O'Reilly's Irish Irish potato. I went there in like two thousand. Three or two thousand four to to Baltimore because my buddy's a cop there and uh, went down to uh, this place called Bill Bateman's on Townsend campus and they sell a cake burger. It's I'm called sorry, a, what? It's literally called a cake burger. It's a cheeseburger the size of a birthday cake. What? The they they have special buns made just so you can order this thing. So we got Why? one. <laughs> and uh, excellent. I got to the best thing about it is I got to go home. I still have a pack of matches in my like uh, weirdo keepsake box, and it just says "Who the fuck is Bill Bateman" on it. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good place. Uh, anyway, I'm pretty sure he was a Bigfoot, so it's, it's relevant. <laughs> um, so Bigfoot mania sort of reaches a peak in the United States in the 1970s. Um, which is around the time that The Legend of Boggy Creek comes out, which I believe attributed to that. Um, so a- after the 70s, um, it- it's after the sort of like peak in popularity of Bigfoot sightings, um, the- it begins to sort of become like a pseudoscience thing. Um, and-, and Bigfoot people are, are kind of weird, and there's a lot of debate over where Bigfoot comes from, um, which I'm not really going to go into because they're very out there, some of them. Yeah. Um, because cause some cause some people claim you know that Bigfoot is um is like a an ultra terrestrial yeah there's, a, there's, um, there's that, that he's from another dimension yeah, an or alien. that he's yeah he's a he's, he's a, an alien he's he's he's, he's a feral he's human part of the Fey yeah he's a hundred percent Polish I've heard that yeah <laughs> so no Pola- well Polanski. you know what Steve when I when I clocked him when I clocked him in that video I saw something you know yeah that that within me. That they recognized a fellow pole, uh, a fellow a Slavic brother. I don't know. He didn't feel Slavic to me. <laughs> Corn Amazon. He's yeah, Italian. He seems. He seems uh, Mediterranean to me. Yeah, yeah. He is more, more of an Italian or Greek Greek variety. I'm, I'm, go I'm Greek basically chest hair. I'm basically <laughs> half Italian, half Slav, with like a a small slice of Irish. So, I, I detect Bigfoot. Just by, just by, I have to be within thirty yards. I have Bigfoot sense. <laughs> in in two thousand seven, the uh, Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization um, they put forward some photos which they believe showed a, a juvenile Bigfoot. Um, but the Pennsylvania Game Commission um, said that the photos were of a bear that was suffering from mange. Jesus, no, oh, that sucks. Um, 
but a but an anthropologist named Jeffrey Meldrum, um, and an Ohio scientist named Jason Jarvis. I don't know like how legitimate of of like these fields they are, um, but they said that the limb proportions were not those of a bear, um, and that they said they were more like a chimpanzee. Uh, anthropologists are usually pretty like on the up and up. Well, it, it depends if they if they say they're an anthropologist, like. I'm saying just because they 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 claim to be an anthropologist, they might be like the constitutional attorney that that doesn't like take the bar. <laughs> I was gonna say the it. same thing, but I gave you a chance <laughs> to say it, and you said like it. The, the the British whatever British American something. Registry or some shit. Yeah, 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 Brit- yeah. British American Registry that he's he's like the only true like attorney because he doesn't take the bar. Wait, he's essentially he an attorney without taking the bar. Yeah. No, no, he's not. Sure, yeah, he you can. Then you can go to jail. You. you can go to jail because the judge says that you're basically lying in court. So yeah. <laughs> well, well, essentially, what the guy does is he doesn't go to court. He just he just acts as a quote unquote legal counsel for people. Like like that's how he skirts around it. You know, he's he's just getting the marks. Yeah. He, he's just you know saying he'll write like tort you know, claims and things like that. But he, you don't have to be a lawyer to do that. You just have to be a jerk off. So. Yeah, he, he's just giving legal counsel. So so essentially you're going to go see him and he's saying, like, you should do this. Give me five hundred dollars. Yeah. That'll be five hundred dollars. Um, so there there have been um there there's been a number of, of sort of uh, hoaxes throughout the years. Oh, you don't um, say. Um for instance there was the uh the Jacko affair, um, which was uh an eighteen eighty four newspaper report of a um, ape-like creature in British Columbia. Steve, Michael Jackson's um, real, dude. <laughs> well, well, Jacko fell on his back <laughs> Jacko fell on his back Um, And and it was also, uh, th- this sort of sighting, um, uh, being a hoax, was also backed up by, by a researcher named John Green, um, who found several British Columbia newspapers from that era um, who alleged that the accounts uh, described of this creature were, were highly dubious. Um, the the mainland guardian of New Westminster, British Columbia, wrote, um, Absurdity is written on the face of it. And you know when the mainland guardian writes... Yeah, is that like that an official of position? Scathing, <laughs> that kind of scathing article. How do you get that gag, man? Like, do you have no, to no, try no, out... That's a, that's a newspaper, the Mainland oh. Guardian. Oh, it sounds like one you gotta, guy. You know what I mean? Like no, it sounds like hard hitting reporting. Just you got to get him pictures of Spider Man, and then after that, you can work your way up. Oh, and okay. Mr. Jameson's going to respect you as. Uh, nah, that sounds more like like a like a rough like salt of the earth type, like a like a gruff Hemingway esque character. You know? Are you, are you saying J. Jonah Jameson is not Hemingway esque? I am. I am absolutely saying that he he complains too much and he's too angry to be Hemingway esque. Well, well, I well Hemingway was ingredients. very angry and complained a lot. Not in the photos we, about, we have of him. <laughs> I, 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 I watched, I watched the uh, the three part Ken Burns documentary on Hemingway. Oh, and there was an account where one of his review, uh, a review of his book, which he he always hated reviewers and he always complained about them. And one of them, they they this reviewer, I believe for the New York Times, um, made a claim that Hemingway had. Um, that, that he was trying to be over manly and that he had glued hair to his chest and that when Hemingway wow. ran into this man, he he unbuttoned his shirt and showed him his chest to show him how hairy it was and then he hit him with a book. 
Nice. <laughs> Good old Ernest. I uh, I've only uh, read two Hemingway books, but I I I, f- I figured this Mainlander guy. He's like the old man in the sea type. I want to say old man in the sea for sure. Was you one, know, right? He's definitely not a uh, a, a, a what the hell is the name of that book? The Sun Also Rises type character, because then he'd be really drunk all the time, you know? Because literally 89% of that book, the characters are fucking wasted. Well, yeah, because Hemingway was fucking wasted. (laughs) And then he he wasted himself, bro. He, he, like, his whole whole sort of routine he had was he would wake up in the morning, he would write until noon, and then after noon, he would just drink for the rest of the day. And then he, when he lived in Cuba... At his at his estate, which was not far outside the city center of, of Havana, he would start drinking a daiquiri in the car, and, and that it was the perfect distance that he could finish drinking the daiquiri, hand the empty glass to the driver, walk into his favorite bar, and just start drinking another daiquiri. My man is living the fucking life. Yeah, like, I imagine that, that, dude. Imagine, like, instead Whoa. of waiting for lunch, like, every day, you were waiting to get toasted every single Bro, day. Bro, you woke up to get toasted. My my favorite Hemingway anecdote is that because he was friends whoa, with whoa, F. Whoa. Scott Fitzgerald. Nobody asked you for this. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Go ahead, go ahead. Hey, <laughs> Um, But, because Zelda Fitzgerald used to, like, berate and belittle and, um, I, I emasculate um, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and and he would come to Hemingway as sort of like his like his his sort of like friend to like console him, and at one point uh, Zelda had um, told him he had had a small dick. Oh god! So he he had Hemingway look at his dick to tell him if it was average or not. Oh my god, bro! That is an amazing anecdote. That's like very. Um, and then he wrote ooh. the old man in the sea because he told F. Uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald that it looked like it was just shrinkage to him. Who's the um? Who's the president that was, <laughs> it was constantly cold. showing it was his cold. fucking dick I was water. in the pool. Who's the president who was constantly showing his dick off? The president that would be uh, the guy that uh, replaced JFK. Um, LBJ. LBJ. Yeah. Yeah, very, yeah. Very, oh, very no, LBJ, LBJ wasn't vibes. like constantly showing his. Well, no, that's the story that LBJ would constantly have his dick out. He just put it on, well, on like, the Resolute desk. He'd be like, listen. Like, look at this, this thing. What it is. Look at this thing. But apparently, <laughs> LBJ, apparently, LBJ had, like, a, a, a full fucking, like, Hershire farm. Like, he had a fucking goddamn yeah. leg of well, a pig. We had that description of when he was getting his pants tailored that, uh, he, that, you know, it hangs, that his pants were too tight and it hangs a little to the left or whatever. Yeah. And that, that the pockets weren't deep enough because his knife and stuff kept falling out. Um, there, there was there, there was also an anecdote about how he peed on the shoe while he was golfing. He just went and peed in the rough or whatever in the forest, um, and he he peed on the shoe of a Secret Service man. And he just looked to him and said, "Well, it's my prerogative, son." Why would he pee on his shoe though? He was because he was peeing, and the guy stepped in a stream or whatever, or he was standing too close. Oh yeah. well, then that's yeah, that's his problem. Yep. Yeah. Give the man some room. He's trying to piss. I do not want to be within like three feet of a man who's going to be touching his own dick. Okay, the one urinal spacer is holy. Bro, that's well, that's my you, problem well, with the two the urinal oath. system, though. Like at Wawa, at Wawa today, that dude just walked up and went right next to my urinal, and I was like, "Yo, 
That's I was like, you look yeah, at him you need to go ass. outside. You need to wait for me to leave the bathroom before you come in here. Well, you know, he's he's a Secret Service guy. You know, he's taking an oath to take a bullet. You know, he, he's got to... If he has to see a dick to defend the, the leader of the free world, right. then he has to see He might be, like, one of those real, like, you know, patriot types, too. Like, every day I peed on this shoe, and I'm going to put it in a glass case. He, <laughs> he trains for this. It's like, um... He salutes, it's he like salutes that, his piss it, shoes every morning. Yeah, but it's, having it's like to in, um, see a dick to protect the free world and being close enough to be pissed on are two different things. Well, I mean, I would rather like see a dick than get shot at, to be honest the, with you. The Sasha Barrett Cohen um, show on HBO, where he's, where he's showing them the training and he has the dildo, it's like that. Oh, yeah, to, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not Dolly G show. It's, um... It's like This Is America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to change the name of the episode. It's going to be Bigfoot Pilled. I'd rather see a dick than get shot at for the president. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. We're not Um, wrong. In um, in 2005, uh, Tom Biscardi, uh, who is um, who's the CEO of a company called Searching for Bigfoot Inc., um, he he claimed on our favorite Coast to Coast AM. that he was 98% sure that his group uh, will be able to capture uh, a Bigfoot. That's how you know he's lying. Um, 98? Which, which, <laughs> any, which any, they had been... Any number over 95%, you're either lying or I need the article that references the study. <laughs> um, and that they had been tracking in Happy Camp, California. Happy Camp. Um, a, month, a month later, um, he announced on Coast to Coast AM um, that he had access to a captured Bigfoot and was arranging a pay-per-view event for people to see it. Yeah. Um, a, a few days later, he, he would appear on Coast to Coast AM and say that there was no captive Bigfoot. Oh. Um, he, he blamed an unnamed woman for misleading him. Uh, oh, he blamed he a woman. Accused, there you go. Yeah. Mm, and yeah. and he accused the show's audience of being gullible. Nice oh, guy. Oh, my Tom, God, this, this Tom fucking Bacardi, whoever the fuck his name is. I have that problem with uh, Tom Biscardi. I have that problem working in IT, and I've been in, I've been doing it so long now that and it's never gone away. Somebody calls in and asks for you know their password to be reset, and the people just assume that it's the person who has authority to do that. And, yeah, and it's like, no, they have to jump through hoops. They can't just song and dance you. They have to jump through hoops, right? Mm-hmm. But like yeah, that's yeah. the entire audience of Coast to Coast AM. So that's a good argument, really, in his case, you know, because they are the most gullible people. The ones that believe that shit, that yeah. anything that's on there, fucking, I had Malachi Martin on. There's real angels, like, <laughs> no, there's fucking not. Shut up. You know? Sorry. He, he he saw a real exorcism. It was just like the movie. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, shut up. It's it's fucking interesting, but anybody who concretizes that shit, shut the fuck up. Um, on July 9th, two thousand eight, um, uh, two men named Rick Dyer and Matthew Witten. Wait, two wait wait posted, wait two Rick Dyers and a Matthew Witten. No, two men named <laughs> Rick Dyer and Matthew Witten. Yeah, like you just said, two men <laughs> named Rick two Dyer. Two men named Rick Dyer and two a Matthew Witten. <laughs> <laughs> Two bricks and a mat. It's like I'm playing Minesweeper and I can't figure out which fucking one to click. <laughs> it's ambiguous. I'm seeing, I'm seeing double four crusties. All right, the new ma- the new episode is Bigfoot build. <laughs> Two men named Rick Dyer, one named Matthew. Witt. They they had claimed that they had um, found a in a YouTube video. Um, they they claimed that they had found a uh, a body of a dead Sasquatch in northern Georgia. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. Um. 
Tom Biscardi was was contacted to investigate. Oh my god, Tom Biscotti, get the fuck out of here, Tom. Both both men received fifty thousand dollars from searching for Bigfoot Inc. as a good faith gesture. Come on back in here, Tom. <laughs> I I want to get in like rich. I want to just be like, yeah, I got the goods. Give me the fifty thousand dollars. Get the fuck back in here, Tom Biscotti. <laughs> Um, this story, uh, I'm sure some of you might remember it. This was actually covered on major news networks in 2008 when we actually, you know, watched major news networks. Um, and, and there was a press conference, um, where they alleged that the Bigfoot body was delivered in a block of ice, um, in a freezer, um, that was with the, uh, searching for Bigfoot team. Okay. Um, when they thought out the contents, um, they found that the hair was not real, the head was hollow, and the feet were rubber. Please both, tell both me men. that they got a, like that fifty thousand dollars, like in a contract to be like, "Yo, this money is ours. Like, no matter what I, happens, this money's ours." Well, it was given in a good faith gesture, and knowing how these organizations go, they were probably just like, "Yeah, I'll just give you the money." They, they, there wasn't probably some like contract thing that said that we went over by a lawyer that said, you know, that that X plus Y has to equal this for you to get the money. They're just like. Oh yeah, these these guys have the goods. Let's give them the money. Just remember, Amazing. if you're talking Amazing. Ab- if you're talking about like any paranormal stuff, it is ninety seven percent grifting, and the other three percent is Edward Snowden. <laughs> yeah. The other three percent was proven absolutely one hundred percent unequivocally, if not worse, correct. And the other ninety seven percent is just people just stealing from you, basically. Get the Coast to Coast AM <laughs> newsletter where we rehash the same articles for fifty years. You know. Um, Here's the new update so, to Art's parts. He's got plastic Bigfoot feet. <laughs> um, so uh, both both these men would admit, though, um, that it was a hoax when they were confronted by um, uh, Steve Coles, who's the executive director of, of Sasquatch, uh, of SquatchDetective.com. SquatchDetective.com. Does this guy have a Squatch Detective? <laughs> Does he have a... Um, a badge and a gun? No, an LLC. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Joel Greenberg out there. Listen, I'll pull you over and guys, arrest you because I thought you guys, were a Squatch. Guys, SquatchDetective.com is still an active website. And if we have to edit this out to pause for you guys to fucking go to this thing, you need to oh, look I'm, at this I'm, hey, right hey, now. Hey, buddy, I can walk and chew gum. Let's do this. It looks like a GeoCities website from like 2001. That's oh, hard. Yeah, they all do. That's hard like, to do nowadays, you know? Yeah, nah, that's like a, no like. Nah, that's that's pretty good actually. He's got he's got like yeah, a, it's all it's all bad. He's got an Ajax. He, he, at least menu. has a black background. It's he, not bad, but start scrolling nah, down and it's like oh. He's got a <laughs> uh, he's got an Ajax uh, enabled menu at the top of the thing, so somebody knows what they're doing. But it's but it's it, like if you want to see something that's a little bit worse, um, you should go to ufocasebook.com. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I've been there. That's bad. No, you want to see the worst Which site is, ever? Is is the original artbell.com or whatever from way back in well, the day. It, well, well, yeah, they're all bad back then, but we mean things that are like currently like, oh, they've been okay. updated within the last month, like recent stuff. Sure, gotcha. Um, in, in August of 2012, um, a man in Montana was, was killed um, after a car hit him after he was um, while he was perpetrating a Bigfoot hoax wearing a ghillie suit. Mickey, oh, really? Mickey, like Mickey Gilly? 
<laughs> no, like a like a ghillie, like G H I L L I E, like a sniper, like a sniper suit. suit. Yeah. Dude, I'm fucking joking. <laughs> here's the thing, though. Like, how this are you is serious? To, <laughs> this is serious. Bigfoot in a ghillie suit. Ghillie suit is like grass and moss and shit like that. Like, well, I'm sure if it's at night, you know, it it obscures your figure and it makes you look bigger. Okay. That's true. Which I did. I did anthropology professor in in college, and he pretty much like when we were talking about like different hominids and like Gigantopithecus, uh, who's considered to be like um, one of the possible candidates for Sasquatch. Yeah, you call me? He was just like, if you're driving in your car and you see, and if you see one of those like in the road, he said you just floor it and you hit that thing. Yeah. Because I promise you, I, I promise you, the money you make from that that body is going to like pay for whatever damage you do to your car absolutely dude you take those fucking you ryan will come and he'll verify your story (laughs) (laughs) he's got you bro he has a degree in bigfootology yeah i got you man it's bigfootology i believe like it's like got you you. bigfootology in in January 2014, Rick Dyer of the previous Bigfoot son Hoax, of a bitch, Rick. Um, wait, which Rick wait, Dyer? Which one? Which, two, which one? Right? <laughs> you know the the one with the goatee, the evil Rick Dyer. <laughs> you don't actually know which one's evil because the good one had a goatee too. So it could be the good one defeated the evil one, or the evil one killed and the it, good one and said he was the good one. You know. And it and it gets into a struggle where they're both fighting with each other and they they get mixed up. So you don't know which one is That's which, right. and you have to shoot one of yeah. them. I'm the real Rick oh. Dyer. <laughs> I'm the good one. Say something only Rick Dyer would know. There's only one of us. Kill that man. <laughs> uh, Rick Dyer had said that he had killed a Bigfoot in September of 2012 outside San Antonio, Texas. Say something only uh, the real Rick Dyer would know. I'm a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of shit. Oh shit! That's the real Rick Dyer. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> um, he said that he had um, tests proved on the um, performed on the body, um, and he said that that these were um, quote unquote from DNA tests to three D optical scans to body scans. It is the real deal. It's Bigfoot, and Bigfoot's here, and I shot it, and now I'm proving it to the world. Come um, to find out. He, he, he claimed <laughs> that he kept the body in a hidden location, and he intended it to take it on a tour across uh, North America in 2014. Um, he released photos of the body, and the video showed um, a, a few of um, a few people seeing the body and reacting to it. Uh, but he never released any of the tests and scans that he said that he had performed on it. Bro, it's totally real. Can we see evidence? Nah. Um, he, he said that the DNA tests were done by an undisclosed lab and could not be matched to identify any known animal. Can you at least tell us what lab the tests were run at? Nah, I can't do that either. No. Uh, yeah. The clandestine lab. They were run at uh, Jeff Lab, which was just a lab run by my buddy Jeff. Um, he, he said it was he would, run at um, bigfootbiomedical.com, which is actually a real thing. Don't laugh. Yeah, the stock ticker for that is just uh, BM. No, it's Bigfoot it's, Biomedical. It's, uh, it's shit. changing diabetes care for people with insulin requiring diabetes through development of a fully comprehensive digital drug delivery platform. Bigfoot Biomedical, we're here for you. Do not take Bigfoot Biomedical if you suffer from the following <laughs> conditions. Asthma. Anal warts. If you suffer from angina. Bigfoot fear. Anxiety. Social disorders. Such as psychosis. Um, 
He, Bigfoot he Biomedical he... is not responsible for anyone named Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dyer, Dyer said that he would uh, show the body in tests on, on February 9, 2014 at a news conference that was to be held at Washington University, um, but he never made the test results available. Oh, you don't say. Um, after after he toured uh, Phoenix, Arizona, uh, the Bigfoot body was taken to Houston, um, and on March 28, 2014, um, Dyer um, admitted on his Facebook page that his uh, Bigfoot corpse was actually a hoax. Dyer! Man. You son of a bitch! This fucking guy first. He, he, had, he had paid uh, Chris Russell at the Twisted Toy Box uh, company to manufacture the prop from latex, foam, and camel hair. Um, which they had nicknamed Hank. Son of a bitch. Um, Dyer earned approximately $60,000 from the tour of his second fake Bigfoot. So th- this guy's already up $110,000. So I, I got to respect this hustle. I got to respect the hustle. The fact that he has to be pandering to the dumbest people alive. That he got shown to be a hoax the first time. And then he's still like, no, we're going on tour. But I totally got the real one this time, guys. Can we and know this- what lab these tests are run at? Nope. Um, can we see it? Nope. Um, okay, well, I'll give you money, though. Cool, let's go. Like, how, how dumb are these people? And and this is this is one of wait, the best wait, parts of sorry, it. Sorry, Steve, that... one second. One of the best parts of it. Which people are you asking how dumb they are? The people who proffer it or the people who suck it all up? The people that pay money to see this stuff. Like, it's you have to know that this dude is a grifter, that he's that he's full of shit. Because if you were, if you yeah. legitimately had I mean, this thing, in, you, the like, first thing you're doing is showing look, everyone. I, right? I, I, shit I'm going to stop you right there. I take it like uh, Lord of the Rings. When I read Lord of the Rings, or like I read about Lord of the Rings, which I do more than I read, uh, I go into it fully understanding it's not real. But I suspend disbelief, to quote you earlier, and I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Just the same way that you like that Jiminy Cricket video from the '70s with the Bigfoot in it. Mm-hmm. I can never remember the name of the video, so I just make things up as I go. But <laughs> I, I believe it was uh, Kimmy Kimmy Gibbler video. By the end of the video, it's going to be the Jamba Juice video. The Jamba Juice Kimmy Gibbler Jiminy Cricket video of Bigfoot from the seventh late '60s. It's the Patterson Gimlin. Right, so the Jimmy Gibbles video <laughs> from the late 60s. You suspend disbelief and you enjoy it. These people yeah. fucking absolutely know they're getting grifted. They just don't fucking care because it's fun. That's what it is. But it's it's, it's all right, guys, because Dyer would eventually say um, that he did not actually kill a Bigfoot. Fucking Dyer. Oh, no, no he, he, said, he, said, he said that he did kill a Bigfoot, um, but he didn't take the real body on tour for fear that it would be stolen. Dyer, you fucking lying bitch! Where'd he put it? <laughs> where was it? Where did? Where was it? Did they find out yet? Well, for that, Steve, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to enter into the platinum level. Oh uh, yeah, it's hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Or I could just yeah. tell you right now, the real Bigfoot body is in a storage locker in Lubbock, Texas. Everything is a goddamn <laughs> subscription now, and it should be fucking well, made illegal. They need to regulate that shit. Like earlier well, today, I installed a goddamn app. To put a fucking nice, colorful clock on my mother-in-law's iPhone, right? Because out of the box, there's just no really nice widget for it, right? So I install the app, and I'm like, oh, this is nice. Can I change the color? Sure you can. It's $3.67 a month to change the color of the app. What? That's right. Everything's a subscription now, dude. Trust me. You gotta watch out for it, but you're gonna start seeing it now that I told you. 
what what Steve's telling you is that he's he's like the sunglasses from They Live, and that he's just <laughs> unmasking the subscription based economy that we live. My in. hubris. And then now that he's told you that you're going to see it everywhere, and you're just going to be like Roddy Piper walking around town looking at everything. Yeah, no, I know it's everywhere. It's it's gross. Oh, it's so bad, dude. You know, it's yeah, so it's, bad. It's pretty bad. How are you going to charge somebody for that? I remember one of my favorite examples of this. By the way, is great. I, I, we'll do a segment on the, on the Trilateral Troika from now on. We'll call it "Don't Get Scammed." Uh, with oh, the, yeah. don't get don't get scammed scammed with the other Steve. So if you need a scanner app on your phone that OCRs a document, or not really OCRs, but scans it so it looks like it was scanned on a scanner, so that you can submit it to an insurance company or something like that. They have apps that do that, right? They just basically monochromatically bring the image in and convert it, right? But if you get one of the popular apps, I'm not going to say the name, it's like $2 a month forever if you want to use use it like more than 10 times. Yeah. The Notes app in iOS has that functionality built in. It just built well, in. You just hold that. You long press on the Notes app and you can scan in a picture of Bigfoot and send it to Progressive and say you hit your car, you know? Well, I was just going to say, I, I, I live in sort of like that Key and Peele skit about how they're going to rob the bank by getting jobs at the bank. Yeah. And then eventually retiring, like, after working it's at the, the bank best. for four years. <laughs> like, that's, that's just me and my job where I, where we get, like, we, we get Office and, and Adobe through through work. Right. And that's that that's sort of my way. <laughs> I got Adobe on it. Just, everything. Just work at a place that gives you that. Yeah. You'll listen to and then, that. Uh, Speaking of Adobe, the last Photoshop that I had was Adobe Photoshop Six. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you the one before that that works just as great. you can. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, still, like Adobe. Yeah, Adobe yeah. is a subscription. Well, the reason it is not is not because of subscriptions. They were one of the first people in their industry to do it because Adobe has lost tens of millions of dollars over the years due to pirating. It's one of the most pirated things ever. You know. Uh, so I'd like you to edit out all uh, like the. Th- previous 30 seconds where i said i got it all fucking lime wire <laughs> this is don't get scammed um, with other steven ryan <laughs> um so there there are some candidates that people believe from sort of legitimate fossil records that could be bigfoot um one of them is uh gigantopithecus um Would which, you which me? i mentioned before <laughs> um but the thing about um Gigantopithecus is that the fossils. It's a gland prominent, okay? <laughs> well, the, this this hominid is only found in Asia, um, and um, so there there is a theory because there are two uh, proponents of this: Grover Krantz and Jeffrey H. Bourne, who say you know that it, it could have migrated over the Bering Strait, um, but no fossils of Gigantopithecus have been found in the Americas. Right. Um, and the the only the only fossils we found of Gigantopithecus um, are its mandibles and teeth, uh, meaning so we only have an idea of how its skull structure was set up. We don't have an idea of its locomotion. So we don't know if it was like walked upright, all fours, etc. Yeah. Um, so uh, there there's some that say that it was bipedal, some that say it was quadrupedal. Um, it it. The size of this of Gigantopithecus based on its jaw is such that it would most likely not have been bipedal. Um, Why? By its by its sort of be, because of its mass. I'm um, sorry, have it, they not met Andre the Giant? Like what? Yeah, and, and he had <laughs> yeah, and, and he, he killed had, him. Yeah, and he had trouble. <laughs> yeah, on, Andre the Giant was a literal like genetic mutation. Like 
Big Show had the same disorder that yeah, Andre the Giant had, but he got the surgery that stopped him from growing. He had agromegaly. Like, yeah. Wait, there's um, a surgery to stop him from growing? Like, so Big Show would have just kept growing? They basically removed yeah, your... I think like, they removed the world's, your... Um, your uh, pituitary thyroid gland. or pituitary gland, yeah, something like that. Well, they modify it; they don't remove it outright. I don't think. Well, they cause a lot of health. Yeah, problems. you can't. Well, you can remove someone's thyroid, but you yeah, can't remove. You can't remove the pituitary. Yeah, gland. but, 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 anyways, um, it, it's such to a degree that that those men had a disorder, like the world's tallest man also had this. Morphans. That like they they literally oh, yeah, grew Marfans, until they yeah. until it killed them. Okay. Um. So it it in a lot of ways it's, it's very similar to what happens to like a liger. The, the the combination of a lion and tiger I forget the exact pairing no, that's um, but, it. but it's somewhat cruel it's somewhat cruel <laughs> to breed them that way because because it's based on the parentage if it's which is the mother and which is the father because there's two sort of hybrids that can come from a pairing of a lion and a tiger yeah um, but but its system is in such a way because there was no like like sort of genetic like markers for it that even though they're compatible, um, it, it just causes this genetic disorder where they essentially grow until they die. Sure. Okay. Um, but, but Gigantopithecus was such that... That's kind of what happens size... to all of us, though, if you really think about it. We grow until we die. Well, well, well not really. You're, no, yeah, no, you're no, about 27, cellular, <laughs> cellular genesis <laughs> stops, and you begin to die. It just takes longer. You're dying um, technically from the moment you are born. So if you want to get technical about it, like you start dying the second you're born. Calm down, Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> uh. One one expert, Matt Matt uh, Cardinal, Matt uh, he he criticized the hypothesis <laughs> by saying, um, "quote unquote," the trouble with this account is that Gigantopithecus was not a hominin, um, and maybe not even a crown group. Not hominin. even a synonym. <laughs> uh, yet the physical evidence implies that Bigfoot is an upright biped with the buttocks and a long, stout, permanent um, abducted uh, hallux. Um, these are hominin um, autopomorphies not found in other mammals or other bipeds. It seems unlikely that Gigantopithecus would have evolved these uniquely hominin traits in parallel. I'm okay. I'm gonna revise my statement from earlier and say that Bigfoot is probably not real because if it was, we would have found him by the clapping of them cheeks going across the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've been to a lot of anime cons, but I I have never seen a furry dressed up as Bigfoot with cheeks clapping. You know? <laughs> I may have to ask, like, uh, uh, I may have to get a commission done of, <laughs> just, like, Bigfoot clapping cheeks. Just imagine cheeks. somebody that's wearing a Bigfoot costume, but they, like, cut out the ass, so their, like, actual ass cheeks are hanging. Oh, that probably exists. I, I guarantee you that exists. Is that a crypt- that's a porn a cri- somewhere. It's at a crypto furry at the Hilton on I-95. <laughs> uh, so, there, there's a lot of debate as to whether or not um, Bigfoot is real, Um Nah, who's debating uh, it? In in Me. in twenty thirteen, um, uh, Zoobank, which is a, um, a a non governmental organization that's accepted by um, zoologists to assign species names, um, they gave uh, Bigfoot or, or the species that could be Bigfoot once it's properly identified um, the name um, Homo sapiens cognatus, um, and this uh, cognatus in Latin means uh, related by blood. Damn. Okay, so they couldn't even give them like their own unique name. They're just like human plus human like, co- well, human cognate. Yeah. 
Well, well, uh, there there are other um, Homo sapiens, not just you know, um, man. Um, there there are multiple under the the banner of uh, Homo sapiens. Would you just call me? <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> so they gave him a, a genus. So why? Yeah. So why? Like. Well, it's it's just saying that if it's ever found, that that's what it's. I don't know, Steve. To me, it seems sort of fishy that they would just come out of the the woodwork and just give them a genus. I think they're a genus. They I think I think they're preparing us for something, Steve. I think it's they know. This is some preamble. You're saying you're saying Bigfoot disclosures around the corner, right around the bend, going dude. Crazy about. I really uh, think that it was supposed to happen, but then Matt gets fucked a 17 year old girl for money. Yeah, and I think that's what happened. Yeah. What I'm saying is that they're starting to declassify UFOs. Why not Bigfoot? Right. And you know, you know, Delange just just blew the UFO thing wide open, and they're like, "Fuck, we can't we can't talk about Bigfoot yeah. now." He brought up the UFO thing. We weren't ready for that. We we're ready for Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like shelf the Bigfoot plan. We're going with UFOs right now. We we got to get people ready. Get the Tic Tac well, models see, out. Get them out. This is the reason <laughs> that uh, Matt Cats got busted because the seventeen year old was actually a Bigfoot, and uh, <laughs> it was a seventeen year old Bigfoot. Just because she wore size nine does not mean that she was a Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, just, just in Matt Gates' foot boy. What? Oh my god! Um, I'm gonna say so, this right now. Even if there is a Bigfoot, we'll never know about it. Not in our lifetime. Um. So, uh, a scientist, Dr. Melba S. Ketchum, uh, DVM, uh, who's a Moody scholar and one of the lead scientists on the Sasquatch Genome Project. You just call him a Moody also, scholar. Um, what are you judging the man for? Also, cousin of Ash Ketchum. This yeah. okay. This has to be. I a believe his joke. nickname is Peach. By the way, Peach Melba. I think that's his this name. This dude's name is Ketchum. That that studies the Sasquatch. His name is Ketchum. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Well, this this, this <laughs> Look, is actually Ryan, a he, when he was a kid, yeah, he a just legitimate. He wanted to be the very this best. This is actually a legitimate science uh, thing. It was published in the Journal of Science on February thirteenth, twenty thirteen. In the article or the publication. Uh, Novel, uh, uh, novel North American hominins next generation sequencing of three whole genomes and associated studies. Um, they examined ele- uh, 111 samples of blood, tissue, hair, and other specimens, um, quote unquote, characterized and hypothesized to have been, quote unquote, obtained from elusive hominins in North America commonly referred to as Sasquatch. So, did any of them match up? Um, so, so, Zubank was on this as well. Um, and, um, after going through this, um, they, they sort of found that most of the samples were not, um, were, were not, uh, anything related to a hominin. We, wait, okay. So most of them were not human. Most of them were not human or outright fake. So they were, they were from animals, um, n- like known animals. Okay. Was anything, uh, like... Unknown. Like we don't know what this is. We're just gonna keep going down this like line of questioning until you just say to uh, Steve, "Is anything real? Anything at all?" <laughs> no, they didn't find anything legitimate about these to be related. Wow. Because uh, if it was a primate, we would know. Okay. Okay. I'm just God. I'm... It's hard to parse because I think at the I would say this at the same time that you want to believe that there's something going on, there's so much evidence that it's horseshit just because of the grifting like yeah, just the grifting 
alone. Like people grift, but because you don't, it's almost well, like religion. Like again, I'm not cracking on anyone's religion. I'm not going to be that guy anymore. But uh, you know, it's if it's not my religion, it's mythology. That's the Carl Jung quote, right? It's either Carl Jung yeah. or it's um, Joseph Campbell or some other analog. You know, what's a de- yeah, what's yeah. the definition of someone else's religion, or what's the definition of mythology? Someone else's religion. Mm-hmm. But that's like how Bigfoot is. You know, like if you believe in it. It's a, all it is is belief because there's no raw evidence. Because one of the things too is that the fossil record doesn't support it. Um, we have no primates in North America in, in terms of fossils. There are no monkeys or apes present in North America. Um, it, if you know anything about South America, um, South America was was cut off from North America for a large period of time. Um, South America for a period was very similar to Australia in that there were a lot of like marsupials there. Mm-hmm. Um, but when sort of the when Central America became more connected um, to South America, which it currently isn't, um, the space between Central America and South America is like an impassable swamp. Um, but um, all, all the all the marsupials there just essentially got massacred when all the mammals came in because marsupials can't can't really defend themselves against mammals due to the fact that their you know babies um, are, are not carried within them or in eggs. They they carry them outside their body. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so most scientists, um, they, they sort of view Bigfoot as being uh, not a fertile study. Um, they, they feel that like, there's not a lot of credible science behind it and that um, all, the st- all the formal studies that have been done into Bigfoot haven't really yielded any actual like, results. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that they sort of point out is that because of the size of Bigfoot, um, going on similar uh, animals of that size, um, based on the climate and food supply, that doesn't seem likely that the creature could survive there. Why not? I mean, bears live there. Yeah, but um, bears have to hibernate for a period of time, um, and and bears um, bears subsist on a diet of like um, of, of fish and other fish, things, and I believe whereas, uh, Super Bowls. I believe. Whereas um, <laughs> bears. Whereas uh, most Dumb most bears. primates are, are mainly um, they're they're omnivores, but they're primarily um, herbivores. That that you don't really see um, a, a level of of sort of nutrition that they could survive on. Okay. Um, and, and it's also something you know, like if if you've ever gotten um, those like zoo books, like uh, the zoo book for the elephant, where they show like how much an elephant eats in a yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, just yeah. shows like the massive like pile of food. Yeah. Like, if you're something the size of Bigfoot, you're going to have to eat a lot. Um, and you're not going to get the caloric intake to stay at that size. Like, anybody who's a bodybuilder and athlete can attest to that, that if you're somebody who's built like Bigfoot, like, it's the you're, Michael you're not going to be thing, able dude. to survive as Bigfoot on just eating, like, nuts and berries. In the Michael f- Phelps was, was eating yeah. 12,000 calories a day, I think. I thought it was twenty. Yeah, it was like it, it's easily ten times what the normal man. Well, eats. that was that was after the bong rips that he hit. Well, wow, that's true. That's true. Yeah, bro, I'm just slime that pizza, bro. Like, yeah, yo, ham slam me another burg, bro. <laughs> um, Philip Stevens, a, a cultural anthropologist uh, at the I University of Buffalo. Guy. Um, he he summarized his um his take on it as this. Um, it defies all logic that there is a population of these things sufficient to keep them going. What it takes to maintain any species, especially a long-lived species, is you got to have a breeding population. That requires a substantial number spread out over fa- a fairly wide area 
where they can find sufficient food and shelter to keep hidden from all investigators. Which is true that if Bigfoot was at small numbers, um, Bigfoot would probably breed itself out of existence because they would become so inbred, you know. Right. Don't like, tell the Christians that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, seriously, don't, though. <laughs> I'm going to cut that out. Um, so again a lot of these sort of um, Bigfoot uh, investigators um, they sort of theorize that Bigfoot could be a descendant of Gigantopithecus um, although like most of the scientific community seems opposed to that Um, one one expert John Napier um, it he, he asserts that the, the scientific community's attitude towards, towards um, Bigfoot um, stems primarily from, you know, the, unsuffic- the insufficient evidence. So, um, the, listen, what about um, what's-her-nuts that studied gorillas and lived in the jungle with them? Jane Goodall? Um, yeah, Jane yeah. Goodall. Um, uh, I mean, does she have an opinion on this? or? Well, well Jane Goodall, who is... Well, the, let's give her um, a call. She, Bring, bring. <laughs> I got on speed now. We're not, we're not the Bim Bam boys. We can't just, you know, fake, fake phone call somebody and uh, come mentor. Friend of the pod, um, Jane Goodall. <laughs> um, so uh, Jane Goodall essentially said that she'd like to believe that Bigfoot exists, but she doesn't actually um, think it does. No, <gasps> she'd probably go extend the species if you know what I mean. <laughs> hey, we know what they say about big feet. They don't exist. Hey. <laughs> the the first actual like formal scientific study of available evidence on Bigfoot was conducted um, by John Napier and was published in in his book Bigfoot: The Yeti and Sasquatch in Myth and Reality in 1970. Jack Napier, the the Joker. John Napier. John, his brother. His brother, the Joker's brother. Yeah. You ever dance um, with the devil so in the pale he, moonlight, Bigfoot? Yeah, yeah it was. Dance with the Bigfoot in the pale moonlight. Something he asks of all is pray. I heard that what happens um, when you encounter the Bigfoot is you just, you'll start to hear like the faint echo of stuck in the middle with you and then you just get murdered. He he, he, he did a press conference, but there were all these mimes around. <laughs> and then he, then he talked about, you know, that uh, how, how the former boss wrote things down and then he said the pen was mightier than the sword. Then he threw a quill into a guy's throat. Steve, it sounds, <laughs> this sounds vaguely familiar. I think you're lying. Um, Napier wrote um, in, in his conclusion um, that he said there is um, that there's scant hard evidence, um, and that from a scientific perspective, they have to say that Bigfoot does not exist. I mean, my Aww. let me say again, my whole thing with Bigfoot is this: there is no animal on this earth, or I would say, uh, let me back up. It's very unlikely that an animal the size and shape of Bigfoot would not have been found. By, at this point well, in time, yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way. Um, but he he he's, he goes on to say in his book, you know, that he finds it hard to reject all of the like track evidence um, and all the eyewitness yeah, accounts. Yeah, it's all you'd have to be and, obje- to be objective about it. You've ha- you'd have to study every bit, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 he says himself, you know, he says I am convinced this, that Sasquatch exists, but whether it is all it is cracked up to be is another matter altogether. Um, there must be something in Northwest America that needs explaining, and that something leaves man-like footprints. I mean, it would be the discovery of like a, of all time, 
It'd be one of the greatest discoveries um, in in history in anthropology. Yeah, yeah. It, it'd be a it'd be like a career making thing. Career, it would. It, That's your life. I mean, it, it makes it would that would make your whole family tree. <laughs> well, well, when I say like career making, I mean that like yeah, I get you. People will talk about you in history. Yeah, books. you you like, would be cemented. You're one of the guys. Yeah, you're one. You're now one of the guys. That's right. You got that. You got that jacket. You know. Yeah, like your great grandchildren. You always like that jacket. And that's why I'm gonna give it to would you. Would still be name dropping you. Yeah. Um, in 1974, the National Wildlife Federation they funded a field study um, of Bigfoot, um, but they found no formal um, big feet. Uh, they 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 found no notable uh, discoveries from their study. Hmm. All right. How about that? Go fucking figure. I need you to stop kicking me while I'm down right now. Ryan's going to be depressed as fuck at the end of this episode, you know? Um, a, a study published in the Journal of uh, Biogeography in 2009 by J.D. Uh, Power and Associates. Lugier, J.D. Power? Uh, You're um, telling me that Bigfoot has 17 J.D. Power awards? He's got yeah. 17. Is it the Bigfoot? J.D. Power and Associates. Did you know that Bigfoot is a se- has 17 J.D. Power and Associates awards? If you go into Bigfoot's den on that cave wall or a bunch of jaded... Look, Steve, you had to bring it up, and I didn't want to flex, really. I didn't want to flex. <laughs> These other podcasts, they can't see us, you know? We don't even need you We know, don't even need the Bangladeshi you know, uh, podcast pumpers. We don't need those guys. All we need to tell people is that we have six JD Power Awards. Yes. Best Steve, podcast. Steve sent me an article earlier in the week about this sort of... Um, this older story about how these these like farms, and this one was in Bangladesh, but they're all over South Asia. That that sort of like pump up downloads and and, and Dude, other. They'll get of, you in um, the top reviews. thirty yeah. on yeah. iTunes. Yeah. They'll get you in the and, top thirty in one day. And, nice. And when he when he sent me that, I just said the trilateral troika goes to bed. <laughs> 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 But this this study by um, by by Lozier, um, Robert Lozier, it, it found that um, it, it sort of used ecological uh, niche modeling um, on the sightings of Bigfoot um, to to infer like what would be um, the the ecological parameters of a Bigfoot, like like from where the Bigfoot is sighted, what does that match up to in terms of an animal species? Right. How horny is um, it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is it how, a mid-sized how sedan? Up is, it, is it a best-selling know? SUV? You know. Does it like feet? Um, <laughs> Love feet. Love to fuck feet. <laughs> Send your feet. He's from Foot Lauderdale. I'm from Foot Lauderdale. <laughs> uh, Stay up all so, night. Nobody talks about this. The best crawl show sketch. Well, it, it's also because Nick Nick Kroll is. Uh, Kind of quasi canceled because his dad's like a spook, like like a like a mercenary. Yeah, spook. his dad's really? his dad's crawl. You ever heard? You never heard of crawl on track? His dad his yeah, dad's his, been in his, data his, discovery, like in and uh, computer forensics for like the last fifty years or some shit. What's yeah? His what's da- the name his of? dad's also like a fixer. Like he's he's like a celebrity. I have personally like, worked with crawl on track in in the industry before to get data uh, brought to a clean room and pulled off. But the he room. he he worked with. Uh, he he did work for Harvey Weinstein. Oh God! Oh. He was he was one of the firms they like contracted with to like clean things up. That's Get him the fuck out of here. They're the they're probably the number one data uh, recovery clean room in, yeah. in the computer forensics company, like maybe in the entire world. So, mm. um, 
But um, this this study found that the uh, that that the animal that closely um, matched up with the parameters that they had put in for the Bigfoot uh, was the American black bear. I could see okay. that black bears are big um, too, man, and they can stand up. And they and and they also note that the uh, back uh, black bears. Um, sort of uh, appearance is very similar to a Bigfoot um, so that um, they, they find it highly improbable that these two species would, would match up and they conclude that most Bigfoot sightings are probably sightings of black bears um, because a primate is not going to have like sort of like the same niche model as a like a higher primate. Yeah. Um, so the, the first actual um, genetic analysis of 30 hair samples um, that were suspected to be from um, Big, uh, Bigfoot or Bigfoot-like creatures... Actually came from my um, sick. Um, <laughs> only one of them, which was the one the one from Steve, was identified as belonging to a human. <laughs> you did that so well, I didn't even realize what you said it's for like half a second. Um, so the, the study that was carried out by the University of Oxford... Um, and uh, Lausanne's uh, Cantonal Museum of Zoology, um, and they published it in the uh, Royal Society B in, in 2014, uh, they used um, previously published cleaning methods to remove all surface contamination um, in the ribosomal mitochondrial DNA um, 12S fragment of the sample. So essentially meaning they, they prepared these samples in a very scientifically um, given way that, that's sort of been used before to sort of isolate um, the, the genetic samples of them. Um, they, they sequenced the genes of the samples and then compared them to um, gene bank to identify the species of origin. Okay. Um, these samples were from the United States, Russia, the Himalayas, and Sumatra. Okay. Um, other than the previously mentioned um, sample of human origin, um, all but two were from common animals. Oh, okay. Um, so what are the two so, that are not? Well, first, uh, black black and brown bears accounted for most of the samples. Okay. Um, the other animals were cow, horse, um, a dog, wolf, or coyote, um, sheep, goat, raccoon, uh, porcupine, deer, and tapir. Um, tapir? Those fucking pig-looking? Those are the pig-looking things, right? I think so. Yeah, they have, like, a long nose. They look like the stupid. Not pig. like an not like an ant eater. Um, I I mostly like. They look like it, the it's pigs kind of hard to describe cousin. them, but they're they're black and white, and they have like a long nose. Yeah, they look like the pigs in bread cousin. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Um, <laughs> you just went with it. The the, <laughs> the last whatever. The the last two samples that they found, um, they they matched up to a genetic sample of a, a forty thousand year old polar bear. What? Um, from the Pliocene um, epoch, uh, but a second test later identified the hair as being from a rare type of brown bear. Ah, okay. Which which brown bears and polar bears are somewhat related? Right, they're related. Um, like like all bears they're, are kind of no, related. no. They there can, are some bears that are not related. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. I find that hard to believe, Steve. Yeah, there's some bears that are not related, dude. Yeah, like Yogi, not at all related to Smokey. That's right. Boo boo. <laughs> uh, William the refrigerator Perry, not at all related to Yogi Bear. Um, and 
In 2019, um, the FBI declassified their analysis of uh, of Bigfoot. Hairs. I like how Discord they just kind of like uh, muffled as soon as you said FBI. By the way, like right <laughs> after you said FBI, it went. Burr, burr, you know, it gets like garbled. In Minecraft, yeah, uh, the in FBI Minecraft, in Minecraft yeah. said that. Uh, yeah, not the real FBI, the, the one the I made federal, in Minecraft. The federal block. <laughs> investigation <laughs> uh, 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 sir um, we're gonna need you to stop digging okay you're clearly not a pog daddy licensed member of minecraft um what they found was um that a, an amateur bigfoot researcher in 1976 peter burns had sent the fbi um 15 hairs um attached to a, a small skin fragment um for them to identify Okay. Um, um, so, uh, Jay Cochran this, okay. Jr., the assistant director of the FBI Scientific and Technical Services Division, he concluded that the hairs were likely of the deer family in origin. Really? I need the prices right, losing horn. Just the. God damn Remember it. to spay and neuter your pets. <sighs> Next up, all the prices, right? Ryan! Thanks, Rod Roddy. Is Bigfoot real? Let's play Plinko. <laughs> Plinko was the best show, man. That's like everyone chubbed up when Plinko came out, you know? Oh, bro. Yeah. You were going you were gonna to win either way. You were going to win something. And that is Bigfoot. Or big feet. I listen. So, I still believe. I don't care if if if, if Steve doesn't believe the Jimmy you know Gibbons film. I just want to. I, I just want to let you know something, Ryan. I'm gonna stop you. When you just said I still believe, the first thing I thought of was the fucking horny sax player from the Lost Boys. You know, oh, I, I, I still believe from the You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> My wife just saw him on a documentary, and he is still fucking cool, dude, to this day. My, uh, my a, a friend, uh, some friends of mine, um, friend of the it pod. was his, it was his, um, <laughs> it was his birthday, and his wife, she got him, him a trumpet. Um, that guy's new album that he came out with recently. Um, but what she didn't know was like the album she bought, because she bought it from like his website. Right. It was like the super deluxe version. Oh no! So it came like. Signed by him. Wow, that is amazing. <laughs> amazing. Did he like rubber feet Jeez. for a week? I mean, that's freaking great, dude. That's fantastic. Yeah, dude, that, that is pretty he solid. Loved it. Yeah, that guy. When I that's one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm gonna say top three. Top three. Really? Yeah, really? I love that movie. So Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Say it. Real. And, Bigfoot. And, real. And if we get enough Patreon money, we'll we'll go sit out in the middle of nowhere and we will go to the Skinwalker Skinwalker Ranch, and uh, we will take turns masturbating into the wind because that's what attracts Bigfoot. Well, no, uh, according to the the quote unquote experts and people who who they're, they're these people who claim that they live with Bigfoot that like oh my God. Bigfoot comes and visits them oh, and they have like off. a relationship. Very much like you do with the uh, the the quasi feral cats that that live on your property. No, they're feral. They um, live outdoors. They kill things. Yeah, but they bring uh, us mice he, and, rats um, and shit. They, they they claim that uh, Bigfoot likes peanut butter and apples. So we'll just what? we'll just put some peanut yeah. butter on some apples. We'll throw it around. I feel like that's a direct and attack then, on and me. And then dog. we'll have and then we'll have Steve bring a shotgun. And then when a Bigfoot comes around, uh, we'll just I just want to say, him. like, uh, that shotgun hasn't been fired in potentially 20 years. So, you know, 
It's as well, dangerous way, for us. Either way, we're blasting. Yeah, we're gonna blast. And then we're we're cashing we're in. We're busting. Uh, guys, if anybody out there that listened and made it this far wants to uh, get any further reading, um, Trilateral Troika highly recommends the Chuck Tingle uh, series of books on Bigfoot. That's where the show's just uh, going to cut out. Like, I'm just going to stop the show right there and cut it out <laughs> so that nobody ever cut has his to mic. Cut, cut his, his mic. mic. Cut the guy's mic. This interview's over. Cut his mic. <laughs> cut so the guy's yeah, mic. So, yeah, just look up uh, Chuck Tingle Bigfoot and uh, buy some books. You know what's going to happen is, because my brother is like this, you're, he's going to look up Chuck Tingle now, and he's going to call me and ask me what the fuck Ryan was recommending Chuck Tingle. Because <laughs> he'll, he'll do Steve, it. Steve, why, why is Ryan suggesting I read these books? <laughs> let, me, uh, let me go ahead and read a recent popular Chuck Tingle. It's got six <laughs> reviews on Amazon. The title of this book is, I freed this handsome cargo ship from the Suez Canal and now he's stuck in my butt. <laughs> here's a here's another one, by the way, literary masterpiece. Uh, nice guy dinosaur doesn't pound me in the butt because I'm not interested and he's not actually nice. He's just annoying and creepy and doesn't respect when I tell him I'm not on a date. If Listen, if you're gonna look at that, if you're gonna do it correctly, Chuck Tangle, you gotta man. like, you, you gotta look up the actual like Chuck Tingle Bigfoot books pounded by President Bigfoot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and with that, (laughs) goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.